Rivalry Weekend is here. Maybe the biggest weekend in all of college football when old foes meet out on the gridiron and the dust is a-flying, the grass is a-flying, and even some of those pebbles and that artificial turf certainly get in people's eyes more this weekend than all season long. Love it, love it, love it. Rivalry weekend right here, and we're going to cover it all on this, the Y'all Kickoff Show. This is where the Y'all Show talk with an accent on all things Southern dives into college football for a full hour. I'm John Rawl. I'll be your navigator. I'll be your friend for the next hour. We're going to have an incredible rivalry, rivalry weekend college football fun ride here on this the y'all kickoff show we've got general gridiron ahead general gridiron is our kind of fun spotlight of walking you through all of the big games in college football with a humorous twist i might add that's coming up we're going to tell you about all the big matchups we'll tell you about the tv networks that you can find these games on and we'll also hear from a couple of coaches. We're going to hear from Nick Saban as his Crimson Tide have the Iron Bowl. And Jordan-Hare Stadium is the venue as Nick Saban wraps up the Crimson Tide's regular season against their hated rivalry, their hated rival. And the hated rivalry, the Iron Bowl, is going on at Jordan-Hare Stadium on the Auburn University campus as the Alabama Crimson Tide are going to have a tough challenge here on this football Saturday. We'll also hear from Josh Heupel. His team has its in-state rival, Vanderbilt, on the schedule. And Vanderbilt comes into Neyland Stadium for the finale on the regular season for the upstart Tennessee Vols. Tennessee fans are high on Heupel. And we'll hear from the brand-new Vols coach who's wrapping up his first year. The question is, is Josh Heupel going to be back for year number two? And why do we bring that up? Because you've got all of these primetime vacancies and perhaps even more coming. And one of the things that we'll be hearing from when we cover our news from across college football and the forthcoming segment is Florida on Sunday announced they were parting ways with Dan Mullen. And Mullen is out as the head coach of the Gators. And we're going to tell you a little bit more about that. But you're going to hear the athletic director at the University of Florida, Scott Strickland, talk about that decision. These two tied at the hip, going all the way back to Stark Vegas when both were at Mississippi State University as Mr. Strickland was the athletic director and Mr. Mullen was the football coach of MSU and arguably the best coach in the history of Mississippi State University. And then he takes that success there at Davis Wade Stadium to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, and he did pretty good. But pretty good is not good enough if you're an orange and fa- orange and blue fan. So Dan Mullen out. We'll have some information about that. Before we get out of here today on the Y'all Kickoff Show, we're going to walk through all the top 25 matchups and do a little reminder of what's going on with the FCS playoffs as the first round of the FCS division of college football gets underway on this Thanksgiving weekend Saturday. Speaking of Thanksgiving, let me take a moment here to wish you and all of yours happy Thanksgiving as you have got a big-time weekend going on with all of the football, all of the turkey and dressing. And for those of you who are catching us before Thanksgiving, certainly want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And if you're catching us just after the turkey day, hey, 
Have a great extended weekend of family and fun and all the football that you can possibly stand, whether it's on the high school level as maybe your favorite high school team is in the playoffs, maybe your favorite college team or teams are right here jockeying for great positions as the regular season winds down this weekend. And, of course, we've got plenty of professional football going on here on this Thanksgiving weekend. We also certainly want to thank the good Lord and the country that we're in for having Thanksgiving. And remember where we were just a year ago when we were having college football played in empty stadiums? A lot has changed in one year. So thank you for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Y'all Kickoff Show where we talk football with a Southern accent. Let's walk through the games on tap for this football Saturday, November 27th. And we'll start off with that number one team in the country. They're back at it early on this football Saturday. The number one Georgia Bulldogs. It's clean, old-fashioned hate as they're back at Bobby Dodd Stadium in Atlanta. ABC has this one between the Dogs and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Tech is having a terrible year once again on the gridiron. Not sure if Jeff Collins is going to be able to make it through the offseason. Tech and Georgia from Atlanta That's a 12 o'clock Atlanta time kick, again, on ABC. Perhaps the biggest game all weekend. This one, we'll just go ahead and put it in that category. It is the biggest game because it will have a direct impact on one of the four teams that make it into the college football playoff. And we've got to go up north. We've got to go up to Yankee land for this one, but it ought to be worth watching. It's your Fox Big Noon kickoff, and it's got number six, Michigan hosting number four, Ohio State from the Big House, Michigan Stadium. Again, going into this game, these two, whoever wins, going to likely not only go to the Big Ten Championship, but should have a, a direct ticket straight to the FCS playoff. Buckeyes and Wolverines, it's the big one, and it's going on. It, it's the game, as they call it there in Yankee land, and it's this weekend. A conference championship berth is at stake for the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. They blew their opportunity last weekend at Memorial Stadium in Clemson. This weekend, they're at Alumni Stadium in Chestnut Hill. It's Wake Forest, currently still in the top 10 of college football. The Deeks and Dave Clawson have a chance to go to Chestnut Hill and beat Boston College, and if they do, they will be the ACC Atlantic Division winner. Let me tell you what happens if Wake Forest doesn't take care of business this weekend. They're out. They're not going to make it to Charlotte for the ACC championship. So a lot is at stake. What happens if Wake Forest loses this weekend? Clemson's already done with their ACC play. They've got a game against the Gamecocks on this football Saturday. If NC State wins against North Carolina, they will go to the ACC championship, assuming Wake Forest also loses. If NC State loses and Wake Forest both lose this weekend, Clemson is back in Charlotte for the Atlantic Division title holder, and they will have a chance to have, I think it's their seventh straight ACC title if they win the ACC championship. By the way, next weekend here on the Y'all Kickoff Show, it's going to be our championship weekend preview of the Y'all Kickoff Show. Right now, though, we're going to continue on with the rivalry weekend 
of college football. And I think it's called the Chancellor's Boots. I believe that's the trophy you get when you have Baylor and Texas Tech going up against each other. And that's going to be on Fox Sports 1 from McLean Stadium, the Bears and the Red Raiders. This is going to be a Fox Sports 1 broadcast starting at high noon Eastern. Also, CBS Sports News' first game of the day, they've got UConn hosting number 24, the Houston Cougars. Houston and Dana Holgerson only have one loss on the schedule. That was an out-of-conference game against Texas Tech to start the season. What a job the former West Virginia coach is doing there in the Space City with the Cougs. And again, they've got the Connecticut Huskies on the schedule. This game taking place at Connecticut this weekend. The Florida Gators, with their interim coach, will be hosting the Florida State Seminoles. ESPN has this in-state rival, this rivalry weekend rival, going on at ESPN at 12 noon Gainesville time. The Big Ten Network's first game of the day has Rutgers hosting Maryland. Also, early in the day, you've got on ESPNU, Temple hosting the Navy Midshipmen. Then you've got later in the afternoon at 11.30 Central Time, 12.30 Durham Time, the Blue Devils and David Cutcliffe. Could this be the coach's final game coaching there at Wallace Wade Stadium? Duke has had a horrible season to date. They've got the Miami Hurricanes coming in. Could this be the Miami head coach there, Coach Diaz? Could this be his final game coaching the U? Those two go together in ACC play starting at 12.30 Eastern. Also going on on this football rival Saturday, you've got Georgia State and Troy in the Sun Belt Conference. Texas State and Arkansas State get together at 2 o'clock Eastern time. In CUSA fun, you've got Old Dominion, the Monarchs, hosting the Charlotte 49ers, North Texas, and that's going to be a 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Denton time kick between the Eagles of North Texas and the number 22 team in the country, the UTSA Roadrunners. With a win on this football Saturday, UTSA will finish the regular season a perfect 12-0. and Old SoCon rivals now competing in the Sun Belt Conference, and they have a game kicking off at 2.30 in Boone. Appalachian State hosts the Georgia Southern Eagles. New Mexico State is out of playing in the SEC this weekend. Oh, poor, poor, poor Aggies. The Aggies have a 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock kick there in Las Cruces against the UMass Minutemen. Auburn and the Iron Bowl, that's going to be taking place starting at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Auburn Opelika time on CBS. The number two team in the land, the Alabama Crimson Tide, roll in to East Alabama for this game there on the Plains. The Oregon Ducks fresh off a butt whooping there in Utah last weekend. The Ducks will be back at Alton Stadium, ranked number three in some of the polls. Oregon is going to be playing the Oregon State Beavers, and that's going to be going on this weekend. Michigan State, which got thumped last week, they've got Penn State coming in for a game to close out the regular season. That one's going to be on ABC starting at 3.30. Your mid-afternoon game on CBS Sports Network out of the Conference USA ranks Marshall and Western Kentucky. The Big Ten Network's 3.30 Eastern kick has Illinois and Northwestern in the Battle of the Land of Lincoln. FS1's mid-afternoon games got Purdue hosting Indiana in the Battle of Indiana. The SEC Network, this is an unusual time to start a game, 2.45 Knoxville time. It's Tennessee hosting the Vanderbilt Commodores. 
You also have Virginia and Virginia Tech on the ACC Network starting at 3.45 Charlottesville time. Fox's 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central kick features the Minnesota Golden Gophers and their bit of a rival game they've got against Wisconsin. Again, Fox is the network, and that one has a very good and really resurgent Wisconsin Badger team going on over to the Twin Cities for that one. ESPN's 4 o'clock, ESPN2 rather, their 4 o'clock kick on the eastern coast or east coast has Dallas's own SMU hosting Tulsa out of the Sunbelt Conference ESPNU's 4 o'clock kick has the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns in their battle there in Louisiana against UL Monroe. Hey, the Grand Canyon State's got a great rivalry weekend rivalry going on. It's the Arizona State Sun Devils hosting Arizona starting at 4 o'clock Eastern. ESPN's primetime game, Coach Ed Orgeron's finale in Death Valley. LSU at 7 Eastern, 6 Central. They will be going off against Jimbo Fisher's Texas A&M Aggies. Kansas, back at home after beating Texas and then having a heartbreaker this past weekend. KU's got West Virginia coming in for a 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock FS1 kick. In prime time, starting at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Stillwater time, hey, it's a very good matchup. It's the OU Sooners and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Bedlam at Boone Pickens Stadium. ABC's got this one kicking again in prime time. On ACC Network, the primetime matchup there has the great team out of the Atlanta, uh, rather the Coastal Division of the ACC, the team that's already punched their ticket to Charlotte, where they'll go face one of those three teams that are still in contention from the Atlantic Division. The Pitt Panthers will be at the Carrier Dome visiting the Syracuse Orange. 7.30 Syracuse time is where you'll find this one. ESPN 2's primetime game. It's the Governor's Cup. This one's in Louisville this year. Cardinal Stadium is the stadium. It's the Kentucky Wildcats and the Louisville Cardinals at 7.30 Louisville time on ESPN 2. The Palmetto Bowl. It's the Clemson Tigers and South Carolina, 7.30 on the SEC Network from Williams-Brice Stadium in Richland County, South Carolina. Clemson and, and the Gamecocks have had this kind of, you go win six and then I'll match you and I'll win six. South Carolina owned this series about seven years ago. They'd won about five or six in a row when Steve Spurrier was there. Now Dabo Swinney and this incredible program he's built has had Clemson win about six straight. They're going to go for seven. Can Shane Beamer, who's got his Gamecocks bowl eligible in his first year, pull off the upset? We will find out. Again, the SEC Network's got this great rivalry game, Clemson and South Carolina at 730 Eastern on SECN. The Memphis Tigers will be home on ESPNU, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Bill Street time. The Tigers have the two-lane green wave rolling into town. Fox's primetime game starting at 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock. It's got the number number eight in some polls, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They're going to be visiting the left coast. They're at the farm to take on the Stanford Cardinal. Wrapping up the football Saturday lineup, Colorado State's got Nevada in primetime. ESPN's primetime games got the number 14 in some poll, BYU Cougars at the SC Trojans, and the Cow Bears and UCLA wrap up things on FS1 starting at 10.30 Eastern, and that's 9.30 Central. FS1 has UCLA and the Cow Bears. That is your rivalry weekend lineup for Saturday. 
here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Now, does that not sound like lots of great football that's going to be played and lots of, oh, mouthing back and forth? That's what college football is all about is these rivalries, and this is the quintessential rivalry game going on between teams like Michigan and Ohio State for the game. Oh, the Iron Bowl. Oh, so much more. General Gridiron's going to have a whole lot to say when he comes on later in the hour with his fun take at Rivalry Weekend. Stay tuned. When we come back, we've got a little bit of news from across college football that we'll share with you. Plus, you'll hear from Josh Heupel, coach of the Tennessee Vols. Nick Saban, you know where he where he is uh, employed. And we'll also let you hear from the athletic director of the Florida Gators as he made a coaching change this week. All that is ahead on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. are back on the y'all kickoff show i'm john rawl and we're having a great time getting you ready for all of the fun rivalry games in the tennessee vols yeah you could call it a little bit of a rivalry they got the vanderbilt commodores coming into neyland stadium here on this 13th weekend of college football this is the y'all kickoff show where we look at all the fun games going on this rivalry weekend john rawl is your host that's me and you can find us at our website y'all.com you can find this show also in podcast form as we're available in stitcher we're also on the iHeartRadio app we're in the TuneIn app and so many other great places wherever you find your podcast just search for the y'all show and you'll get this high octane football centric show the y'all kickoff show is part of of that fun and we're powered by y'all.com and y'all.com is the south home page the tennessee vols getting again ready to take on the vanderbilt commodores alabama's got the iron bowl but the bigger news out of the sec this week came out of gainesville as on sunday news broke after the florida gators lost a heartbreaker in overtime to the missouri tigers and that followed a tough loss to the south carolina gamecocks the previous week Scott Strickland, athletic director at UF, decided to part ways with Dan Mullen. Now, that follows just one year ago. Florida gave Alabama all they could handle in the SEC championship. Florida was a shoe away from perhaps playing for a national championship in 2020. Unfortunately, the way the cutthroat industry of college football is, the Gators, what you did yesterday does not matter And with the Gators having such a tough go of it here in 2021, Florida is 5-6. and They've got to beat Florida State this weekend to get bowl eligible. And with those kind of trends going on, Scott Strickland, AD at UF, decides to part ways with a guy that was his coach when both were at Mississippi State. 
Scott Strickland talked about that decision and more when he met with the media this week. Here is the AD at the University of Florida. I have some thoughts, and obviously we evaluate our program every day, right? You're constantly looking at things. Um, and, you know, there's there's some things, conversations Dan and I have had in that time about how we get back to, uh, you know, where we want to be, competing at a high level and having sustained success. Um, you know, I have some thoughts. I'm, I'm going to, you know, probably keep some of those to myself as we move forward here. But obviously we want somebody uh, going forward who can, you know, come in here and, and uh, they share our high expectations for sustained success and, and can do so uh, at a place with great resources like the University of Florida. Again, that was the athletic director, Scott Strickland, at UF talking about the decision, tough decision, to get rid of Dan Mullen. Where does Florida go next? Do they did they have a, a, a maybe an ace up their sleeve before they even decided to get rid of Dan Mullen? We shall see. Hey, is Steve Spurrier coming back to coach the Gator? I mean, he works there. He, he doesn't have a whole lot else going on these days. Yeah, he might even be an option. Hmm, should be fun. Speaking of veteran and crusty coaches, how about Nick Saban? He's got a tough game this weekend because his football players already know they're going to be playing for the SEC championship. But that's next weekend. Here on this rivalry weekend, they got to win the championship of the heart of Dixie. And if they don't do that, well, Nick Saban might rip their hearts out. Nick Saban talked about the Iron Bowl and more when he met with the media here this week. Here is the coach in T-Town getting you ready for that battle with the Auburn Tigers. As you well know, the Iron Bowl is one of the best rivalries in the country. Uh, There's a lot of people in this state and all over the nation that uh, have great interest in this game. A lot of people have a lot of passion for their schools, which is what makes this rivalry uh, what it is. And, um, you know, it's always difficult place to play on the road um, when you go down to uh, Jordan Air Stadium. So um, this is something that our players are going to have to really have a lot of respect for and do a great job of, of preparing. You know, Auburn really has a good team. Um, you know, they're, um, they've had some close losses. Uh, they've had some tough injuries. Uh, but I think T.J. Finley is a very good, capable um quarterback who can make plays he's got he's big he's got a strong arm he's accurate with the ball uh he's been in an offense all year long he's got some experience um you know the running back tank bigby is you know as good as anybody in our league relative to his production performance uh he can make you miss he's runs behind his pads um you know brian harson has done a really good job i think with this team uh they present a lot of multiples on offense that are difficult to defend uh they have a very good core of wide receivers a lot of guys that have a lot of catches they've got good tight ends uh their defense has played extremely well all year long they're physical they're very aggressive so all the way around this is a really really good team and i think you know our players are it's all about the players, you know, when you play in this game. Um, if you don't have success in this game, I don't care what else you accomplish in the in the season, there's always a but. And um, what comes after but usually isn't good. You, you've heard me say that before. So uh, it's a big game for us to be able to continue to try to build some momentum, you know, in, in, into the rest of the season. Hey, you heard it from the man himself. He knows the importance of beating Auburn. And the butt, I love that part. 
Nick, I'm going to have to put that one on a T-shirt. Nick Saban, coach of Alabama, getting you ready for the Iron Bowl of 2021. I won't say the stakes are as high at Neyland Stadium for Josh Heupel, but the Big Orange have surprised a lot of people this year, including yours truly. They are going to a bowl. How many people predicted UT would be back in the spotlight bowl-wise in Heupel's first year along the banks of the Tennessee? He's done that. The UT falls with a 6-5 and five mark. They look mighty good in their non-conference game against South Alabama last weekend. Yes, they should have won that game. It was the way they won. I think it was the first seven drives the Big Orange had. They scored touchdowns on every single drive in a route of the USA Jags. Now this week, Vanderbilt comes in to Knox County. And Vanderbilt, in my opinion, is not all that better than the USA Jags of the Sun Belt Conference. Now, Vanderbilt, to their credit, put a nice defensive effort together in the second half at Vault-Hemingway last weekend in the Matt Corral send-off. But I think it's going to be another great day to be a Tennessee volunteer. And Tennessee should wind up this regular season with a 7-5 and five mark, a chance to go to a bowl and get eight wins in Heupel's first year. All those attributes make Heupel not only get a lot of praise, but a lot of attention. And with attention comes the fact that, hey, he might be courted away from Tennessee a la Lane Kiffin 2009. Big Orange fans hope that's not the case. His players hope that's not the case. And he's got a core group of players. Some of them will be playing their final day there at Neyland Stadiums on this football Saturday. Here's a clip from Heupel's early in the week press conference talking about the importance of those seniors and senior day right there as they go through that power tee for the final time. It is one that uh, that you remember uh, parts of it. Um, you know, uh, the four or five years go really quick. When you're a freshman, it seems like it's a long ways away. By the time you get to the end of it, it, uh, it goes really quickly. Uh, really appreciative of, of all that uh, our guys ha- have done here, uh, in particular since I've gotten here. Just they've been a huge part of, of uh, you know, laying the foundation to our program and been instrumental in the acceleration of, of our growth as a program too. Uh, I think you know the emotion. Uh, you know, you get done with warmups, uh, you get a chance to see your family. Uh, that part's different, unique, um, and because of that, I think you truly try to soak some some things in that maybe you haven't um, as much during the course of, of your career. Um, but then when you go back in that that uh, that locker room before you run out. Um, then it becomes ball, you know, and, and uh, for our guys, um, you know, separating the two will be important and, and preparing the right way and then uh, executing uh, once the game's kicked off. But, uh, again, it, it is something that you, you certainly will remember. Coach Eiple talking about the experience of being a part of senior day. Of course, he was a quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners some 22 years ago. Congratulations to all of the Tennessee Vols seniors. Congratulations to all of the college football players who are going through senior day this weekend or just went through it at their respective campus. What a great, great achievement to go through a college football program and the highs and lows and the emotions and so much more. What a great little clip there from the Big Orange's head man as he gets ready to Take on Vanderbilt this weekend, and then Tennessee should be a bowling at a pretty decent spot. That game, again, with the Vanderbilt Commodores, kicks at 345 Knoxville time 
on the SEC Network. We're going to continue on with more of this Y'all Kickoff Show. When we come back, General Gridiron is standing by with his fun take on Rivalry Weekend. And the General is going to be marching in here and giving us that report right after this on the Y'all Kickoff Show, powered by y'all.com. If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic vitamins and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Rivalry Week is here. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Indeed, this is college football's biggest weekend, where bitter rivals suit up and face off. It doesn't get any better than this. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Wake Forest at Boston College. The angry preachers are still fuming at that lopsided loss they suffered at Death Valley last Saturday. But redemption's a-coming. When this little tent revival against the Beantown Catholics and the Deeks will capture the ACC Atlantic all by themselves. Lose it and it'll be Clemson or NC State representing the division at the bank in Uptown Charlotte. At 2-5 and five in ACC play, the Eagles are not thinking about the Queen City, but there's a lot to play for in Chestnut Hill as already bowl-eligible BC can improve their travel plans with the dub. Watch for powerful Pat Garwo to light up the home team's backfield, but them tobacco road clergymen will have just enough forgiveness in that defensive backfield to hold the line. The Generals' victor, Wake Forest, and a close one. Alabama at Auburn. The Iron Bowl and the Plainsmen are going to pack a punch on the defensive line to rattle a Nick Saban squad that's already made its plans for Atlanta next weekend. This is a day more important than Christmas for many in the heart of Dixie. If you live in Alabama and don't have crimson or orange on on this Iron Bowl day, then you don't belong. Auburn will look like they don't belong in their own building when the tide starts to roll at Jordan-Hare as T.J. Finley ain't going to be able to get the Tiger offense in gear. The Generals' victor... Alabama wins easy. Oregon State at Oregon. The Civil War is set for its 125th meeting. Oops, the woke folks on the left coast have officially dropped that name Civil War because of its connection to the American Civil War. Say what? (laughs) Yep, if only General Robert E. Lee could have a moment with the leadership of these two blue institutions. Marsh Robert would likely tell him that college football is a heck of a way to sort out differences as opposed to armed conflict on battlegrounds like Gettysburg, Chickamauga, and Shiloh. Oregon was besieged last weekend in Salt Lake City, and a much-needed return to Altson Stadium will have the visiting Beavers waving the white flag like Appomattox for this one wraps. The General's victor, Oregon. Virginia Tech at Virginia. The Hoos kind of blew their chance at Coastal Glory last weekend, and a rare win against their in-state rival will help ease the pain. The Bronco Mendenhall stately gentlemen are already bowl eligible as they gallop inside Scott Stadium. 
On the opposite sideline, this is a big week for those in Chicago, Maroon, and Burnt Orange. Not only is it a weekend where Hokie Bird is the toast of the table throughout the nation, gobble gobble, but you should have a new coach or pretty close to it for Hokie Hokie High. But bad news for the turkeys, that new coach won't be calling the shots in Charlottesville, and this VT football team will be cold turkey after halftime. The Generals' victor, Virginia. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Bedlam. Few contests across college football this rivalry Saturday will be as heated as this one will be inside Boone Pickens Stadium. This is a top 10 affair, with the visitors hoping to continue their dominance in the series and get back to the Big 12 title game. So, a win from the number 7 in the AP Mullet Man's pokes is just what Pistol Pete wants. Unfortunately, wins by the Cowboys have been few and far between in this in-state arch rivalry. OSU has only beaten OU twice in Stillwater in the 21st century, and this year will be no exception. The Generals' victor, Bedlam goes to Oklahoma. Still to come on this Rivalry Week college football forecast, South Carolina and Clemson have the Palmetto Bowl, Michigan and Ohio State have the game, and the Governor's Cup will go to the winner of the Kentucky-Louisville game. Who wins these classic rivalry contests? Keep it here. General Gridiron will be back with the answer. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the South, including in Lebanon Junction, Kentucky, WBRT AM 1320, serving Central Kentucky for over 60 years. And we're in the home of the Peanut Butter Festival and Nutter Butter Parade, WTBF FM 94.7 in Brundage, Alabama. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Texas A&M at LSU. The Bayou Bengals are on cruise control to the bottom of the SEC West. Then they'll have to go back to Manuel to start a new coaching era and a new chapter in Tiger Athletics. Meanwhile, Sarge and the Milkmen from Aggieland march into Tiger Stadium, hoping to add fuel to Coach Orgeron's dumpster fire. Jimbo Fisher's farm boys should have no problem putting up a nice fight against Coach O in his final game at Tiger Stadium. But there's a little bit to play for for them Tigers, as a win over Tamu will get them to 6-6 six and six and bowl eligible. Unfortunately for the purple and gold, the home crowd's turned on them and has also turned away from where dreams go to die Saturday night. The Generals' victor, Texas A&M. Georgia at Georgia Tech. Kind of like the in-state rivals in the Sooner State, clean old-fashioned hate has been a lopsided deal in the state of Georgia. The Jackets have not beaten the number one dogs on North Avenue in 22 years, and UGA holds a 68-41 and five ties advantage in the series. This 115th meeting at historic Bobby Dodge Stadium just might be the most lopsided of them all. Kirby Smart, Stetson Bennett, and a tenacious D are planning on winning again in the ATL this week and next week too. Jeff Collins' Yellow Waspers are an embarrassing 3-8 entering this finale, and 2022 can't get here fast enough. This one won't be close. The Generals' victor, 
Ugga squashes the Yellow Jackets. Georgia wins. Kentucky at Louisville. The Governor's Cup goes down in Louisville after last year's rivalry game got scratched because of COVID. Scott Satterfield and the Redbirds miss playing Big Blue in 2020, and they'll have one heck of a make good awaiting the Cats Saturday evening. UK already has holiday plans at a bowl somewhere. Now they want to show off SEC superiority in front of a raucous Cardinal Stadium crowd and enjoy a third straight victory over the Cards, something not done by Kentucky since the 2007-2010 win streak by UK over UofL. The Generals' victor, the Governor's Cup remains in Lexington. Kentucky wins. Clemson at South Carolina. Carolina-Clemson is one of the best rivalries in college football, but it's often usurped in publicity by those two in-state schools battling in Alabama the same day. And with Dabo Sweeney's Paw Patrol's sudden climb to the top of the college football mountaintop, the Columbia Poultry Company ain't had a chance the last few years. The Tigers go for seven straight Saturday at Willie B. A resurgent DJ Ugalele and the CU offense are getting it done as they head down for this primetime SEC Network clash in South Carolina's state capital. The Garnet and Black are a bit cocky coming into this one as rookie coach Beamer's got them believing. But on this night, Shane will have to go back to the drawing board. The Generals' victor, Clemson takes the Palmetto Bowl for a seventh straight time. Ohio State at Michigan. The game, 2021 edition, and it's going to be great. You've got two teams in the top ten, and one of them plans to bring another national title back to their respective Yankee campus. Harbaugh's winged-helmeted weasels took a bad blow from Sparty earlier in the year, but since then, the trajectory has been nothing but upward. And that trend is a welcome sight in Ann Arbor, as the home team hasn't bested the school beneath them in nearly a decade. The Bucks' C.J. Stroud will not have his best day inside a very tough big house, and the Maize and Blue will celebrate loud for the first time since 2011. The Generals' victor, Michigan, in an upset in the game. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but we're not done yet, y'all. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this rivalry weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Notre Dame neutralizes Stanford, Memphis mauls Tulane, Baylor claws Texas Tech, Florida State keeps Florida from bowling, BYU beats USC, Miami gets the road win at Duke, Houston obliterates Connecticut, UTSA goes to 12-0 at North Texas, Appalachian State stands tall versus Georgia Southern, Michigan State topples Penn State, Tennessee gets by Vanderbilt, UCLA outbears Cal, Wisconsin jumps over Minnesota. Navy sinks Temple. And in the FCS playoffs first round, Holy Cross double-crosses Sacred Heart. Kennesaw State kills Davidson. UC Davis surprises South Dakota State. Incarnate Word cuts down the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. UT Martin flies past Missouri State. Northern Iowa neutralizes Eastern Washington. South Dakota puts the Southern Illinois Salukis in the cage. And the Southeastern Louisiana Lions rattle the Florida A&M Rattlers. 
Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week 13 edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week, same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to y'all.com, the South's homepage. Happy Thanksgiving, and that'll be all, y'all. Thank you, General. That is a great, great kind of preview from a humorous way. Always thankful for having, since we're talking Thanksgiving here this week, thankful for General Gridiron's fun reports here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. We're going to wrap things up right after this break with a quick look at the top 25 games and a quick look at the FCS playoffs round one that are going on on this football Saturday. That's ahead. Stay tuned. All right, everybody get together and do that weird-looking finger thing that they do there at UH. The Houston Cougars, what a season Coach Holgerson has had there in the Space City. Houston, 10-1. and They're in the top 25. They've had a perfect go of it in AAC play. They'll be playing for an AAC championship next weekend. This weekend, I think it's a little bit of breather for the Houston Cougars. They'll be taking on the struggling Connecticut Huskies. We're back here on the Y'all Kickoff Show, wrapping things up with a look at all of the fun on this rivalry Saturday of college football. One more take at what's going on from a top 25 action standpoint on this football Saturday. Georgia, Georgia Tech, it's clean old-fashioned hate from Bobby Dodd Stadium, the dogs number one in the country, and they'll be there taking on Georgia Tech in Atlanta on ABC starting at 12 o'clock Eastern. The game is at Michigan Stadium in Ann Arbor this weekend. It's Michigan and Ohio State, and that'll be high noon on Fox. The Wake Forest Demon Deacons with a win will capture the ACC Atlantic, and this program will be trying to get that for the first time since back in 2006. And Dave Clawson's Deeks will be at Alumni Stadium visiting the Boston College Eagles. ESPN2 is where you'll see this one between the Deeks and the BC Eagles starting at 12 o'clock Beantown time. Texas Tech and Baylor have a game at McLean Stadium that starts on FS1 at 12 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Baylor time. McLean Stadium slash Waco slash Baylor time. The aforementioned Cougars will be at UConn. That's a CBS Sports Network 12 o'clock Eastern game between the undefeated and AAC play Houston Cougars. That one from East Hartford on CBS Sports Network. The Roadrunners of UTSA can wrap up the regular season absolutely perfect. They will be 12-0 if they can go up to Denton and beat the Eagles of North Texas. This one kicks at 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central. Your 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central CBS game is from Jordan-Hare Stadium, and it's your number two team in the country, the Alabama Crumps Tide, and their hated rivals from Lee County, the Auburn Tigers hosting Alabama there at Jordan-Hare Stadium. The Civil War takes place at Alton Stadium on ESPN at that same time, 3.30 Eastern. Oregon State will be at the Oregon Ducks, fresh off a butt-whooping 
there in Utah last weekend. Michigan State had their own butt thumping, and they're going to be back at home trying to rebound from that. Penn State is the opponent, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on ABC from Spartan Stadium. Fox's mid-afternoon game, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, is where you'll see a top-20 Wisconsin Badger bunch on the road visiting the Minnesota Golden Gophers. ESPN's primetime game has the Texas A&M Aggies. They've had a little bit of a struggle along the way. They should not struggle there, although on the road at LSU Tiger Stadium, it'll be Ed Orgeron's final game in the purple and gold there at Tiger Stadium. This is your primetime game on ESPN. ABC's primetime game starting at 7.30 Eastern. It's Bedlam, Oklahoma at Oklahoma State in a wonderful top 10 matchup. The ACC Network's primetime affair is 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, Pitt, and Syracuse pit in the top 20. Notre Dame still clinging to a very distant hope of getting into the playoff. They'll be on the road at Stanford Stadium taking on the Cardinal starting at 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Again, that's on Fox, not NBC, all you Irish fans. And then your final top 25 game has number 14, BYU. They'll be in the Coliseum taking on a struggling USC team. Remember, this is a team that is currently... Without a head coach, they've got the interim coach there, and we'll find out what goes on in Tinseltown with the hiring, if you will, of who's going to be the next coach of the men of Troy. FCS playoffs are underway this weekend. The first round, and you've got a couple of Southern teams that have made their way on this football Saturday in the first rounds of the FCS playoff. Stephen F. Austin, the Lumberjacks, will be in Texas visiting Incarnate Word The UT Martin Skyhawks on the road at Missouri State. Coach Bobby Petrino's Bears have the Skyhawks coming in for a mid-afternoon game in the first round of the FCS playoffs. Holy Cross hosts Sacred Heart. The Jackrabbits of South Dakota State and the Aggies, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane Killers of UC Davis. The Aggies going to South Dakota State for a game this weekend. Also in the FCS first-round playoffs, the Salukis of Southern Illinois will be at South Dakota. The Davidson Wildcats, yeah, they got a football team. Seth Curry would be proud. The Wildcats will be down in Cobb County visiting the Kennesaw State Owls in the first round of the FCS playoffs. Kurt Warner's UNI team, they're going to be taking on the Panthers Eastern Washington in the first round of the FCS playoffs. And lastly, how about the Rattlers of Florida A&M? First year they've been in the, in the SWAC. They didn't make the SWAC championship. Their consolation prize is a ticket to the FCS playoffs. The Rattlers will be over in Hammond, and they'll be taking on the Southeastern Louisiana Lions in a first-round FCS playoff. How about that? That wraps up your rivalry weekend fun right here on the Y'all Kickoff Show, and we're glad to have it all for you, and we hope your favorite team pulls out a, a dub against whatever your rival is on this rivalry weekend. Well, thank you for listening again. If you're still celebrating Thanksgiving here on this extended holiday weekend, happy Thanksgiving. John Rawls signing off here on the Y'all Kickoff Show powered by y'all.com. Gobble, gobble. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.